Hi, welcome to the Poo 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 podcast. I'm Lisa Mayer, the Maine Rebbitson, and this short memory happened to me about nine years ago when Cerule and I lived in the basement of a synagogue in North Bergen, New Jersey, where he was the rabbi. And it happened about uh, around Pesach time, Passover time. All right, this one I call Second to None. Yesterday was free health fair day at our temple, and because I'm the rabbi's wife, I had to go. Sister Joanne from the big hospital set the whole thing up as a charity and invited me to do the trifecta, free blood pressure check, free cholesterol check, and free body mass index. As I stepped onto the scale and got my numbers, I let out a curse in Yiddish. Sister Joanne, herself a gesunte woman, if you can say that about a Roman Catholic nun, laughed raucously at my stricken face. It's an evil chart, she cackled. Sister Joanne wasn't always a nun. She had a husband and a house in New Jersey for six months until he died. Joanne went to church to pray for him while he was sick and continued to pray after he passed. She told me, I was hearing things in the service that I guess I needed to hear. One thing led to another, and she found herself taking her vows, three vows, poverty, chastity, and obedience. My jaw was on the floor. I could maybe do one out of the three. Yeah, and guess which one? She now lives in a house with three other nuns. One is the mother superior of her order in the U.S., but they don't call them mother superiors anymore. I, of course, tried to look cosmopolitan, the nice Jewish girl who basically got her entire knowledge of nuns from watching Maria in The Sound of Music. So Sister Joanne sold her house and gave the money to her family. The house she shares now belongs to the church, and her only closet is a whopping two feet by two feet. She doesn't own the car she drives to work every day, and her salary is direct deposited to the church. She gets health benefits from the big hospital. She also gets an allowance, and my jaw dropped again when she told me. $75. A month. A month. A month. It's hard when you want to buy a present for someone, she told me. You really have to learn to save up. $75 a month and she's thinking about presents for other people? I told her I wasn't rich myself, but if she ever needed anything, ever, she should come to me. She laughed her happy, raucous laugh. I don't need anything, she said. That night I told Sruly all about Sister Joanne. I couldn't stop. He looked at me and smiled. You can use it for your Talmud discussion this week. We study the Pirkei Avot here at the temple every Friday night during services, the ethics of the fathers. I learned them with my father on Sabbath mornings when I was a little girl, imagining the ancient rabbis as I spread my challah thickly with skippy, super chunk peanut butter, ensuring the future of my gizinta Jewish thighs. This week we are up to my favorite saying, Marbe Nechasim. Marbe da'aga. The word nechasim means stuff. Basically, the more stuff you have, the more stuff you have to worry about. 
Usually, Surly leads a lively discussion, but I had asked him if I could take this one. I thought I knew all about Nechassim, stuff. I gave up a fancy job in advertising, a house in Scarsdale, a house in White Plains, and a house in Englewood to play klezmer music. I sold all my furniture, gave away most of my clothes, and now live in the basement apartment of a synagogue. But $75 a month. Someday, Sister Joanne will fly easily and lightly up to heaven, unencumbered by nechassim or earthly ties. She will be bathed in the glow of gratitude from thousands of poor people whose lives she made healthier and more bearable. I will be looking up without envy, without self-consciousness, my jaw open in awe. I hope I will be able to hear her raucous laugh through the cacophony as the angels rush to welcome her as one of them.